welcome to Python Up the Misses. I'm Christopher, and this is the Misses. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. It certainly is a man's life making podcasts, isn't it, Fiona? Yes, it's a man's life. It's just like it's a man's life being in the army. It is, in the modern army. Yes. yes. Episode four, Owl Stretching Down. What did you think, Fiona? I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. There were some elements that were of a different time. Oh, were there? But um, I'm enjoying this. There was not so much that I thought was actually rubbish. Oh. It was either mildly, mildly amusing or funny. Okay. Um, and that's my general overview. No, riddle me this. Okay. First time it's occurred to me. Uh huh. What does Monty Python's Flying Circus mean? <laughs> I think it's. Like, I, I'm. I'm kind of. Part of me doesn't want to tell you these things because otherwise things that we'll watch in the future will not be as interesting as you like. I know that story. I know that story. So it's called Monty Python's Flying Circus. I've only signed up to watch the series. I'm not watching any other preferable rubbish. You don't know what you've signed up for. I do know what I've signed up for. It's a man's life making Python up the missus. You you give me the option of stopping at the end of each (laughs) episode. Ah, but this way I'll know that you'll... I still haven't found out why it's called... Oh, I see. That's that's why you're not telling me. So maybe I'll carry on to at least... I can can Google it. You could, of course, Google it. You could Google any of this. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So, um... So what did you find only mildly amusing then? Let's let's start, start with the, the weakest. Yes. Well, I did write one thing that was rubbish. The art, well, it's kind of out of sequence, but the art critic who was eating the painting after the previous scene of eating the painting. Yes, he was only a quickie. He was only quickie, but I didn't really understand it when she said something about. Oh, what? Oh, is that an artist? An artist. That's why I missed yes. that joke. So yes, I didn't yeah. find that funny. Yeah. Um, but then she said something, it went into a huff about it being her only line. Yes. And then there was two scenes later, there was another thing about, it's my only like the Viking. Yes. A uh, first there, because that was the first time that Terry Gilliam has had a line. Oh, is that who that is? That was Terry Gilliam, uh, that strange sort of hat, semi-Viking. Yeah. Because he wasn't, he wasn't really that well made up, as well. he just kind of had a hat with horns. Yeah, I know. So is that, was that meant to be an actual comment on the fact he's not normally in it? And that was his only line? I don't think so. No. I think it was possibly more, uh, you could do this, Terry, kind okay. of, but. Well, that, those were the, the, oh, and the army guy going on about it's a man's life and you're not allowed to steal that. Oh, logo. you didn't like, you I didn't, didn't like, like him. him, the officer. All right. Okay. So, do you not think it was quite funny that he kept turning up and stopping the sketches and things? No. No? Okay. Fine. Handy if you've got a sketch that maybe is a good, a good beginning of a sketch, but, but doesn't don't really know where end very well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that was really the only thing that I thought was weak. Okay. So what was what did you enjoy then? Well, what did I enjoy? Um, my favourite scene, I think, was the Pepper Pots in the art gallery slapping their children constantly. <laughs> that now, was funny. Equally, it's also a bit of a different time. Oh, for slapping children? Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's just the way that they did it, especially, oh, there's another one for luck. And that, yeah. you know, there's one because I know you're just about to do something <laughs> naughty. Uh, you were thinking about doing yeah. something naughty, yeah. So, um, but I, particularly John Cleese, he was very mm-hmm. good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, when the other one was going off, Chapman. Chapman was mm-hmm. at the chart. He was like, mm-hmm. I thought that John Cleese's costume was markedly better than Graham Chapman's. 
Yeah, I think... Graham Chapman had an odd coat, and I almost thought that was a fake arm, the way he was... Well, the way he was kind of holding it. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's interesting, I think John Cleese had, like, a fake bosom, but Graham Chapman didn't. Oh, I see. I didn't look at it that closely. Okay. But no, I think that was my favourite. I also sketch. thought in the beginning they were making the noise of the hitting, but then by the end I thought, no, they weren't. Oh, in their mouth, in no. In their mouth, but yeah, I don't think they were. No. The, the, actually, to be honest, that one of the things that I thought, especially in the self-defence against fresh fruit scene, was the sound didn't pick up. When they, when they moved around, the microphone didn't quite pick up, you know, what they were saying. Oh, uh, right, that. yeah. But, you know, the pressures of making a television programme in 1969... I know little about. So, um, what was your favourite scene? I think my favourite might be mm, mm, self-defence against fresh fruit. Did you like that? Yes. I, I thought, well, I was thinking whilst watching it, and at the beginning of the the Mm sketch, setting it up, you were looking at me. When he was building up to the, if you might be accosted by a man with Logan berries. <laughs> yes. So you were obviously expecting that joke to come. Yes. Um, which made me think, oh, there's going to be a good bit coming up. Um, and then it never came. I did found that funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it was like the same joke. Well, then you shot the first one and then... Uh, let me finish. Uh-huh. So it was the same joke. So I was like getting a bit... Oh, okay. And then he shot someone. <laughs> And that was like that. That is unexpected. Yes. So that that was funny. And then and then even when the sixteen tons came down, I was still not expecting that. <laughs> that was even though it was the same joke, and it was almost like a joke that I found funny because it weighed me down to it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, the the bit I found funniest in that sketch actually was just before that, was when he gives Terry Jones the um, raspberry, and Terry Jones says, um, "Well, you're going to shoot me? No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to shoot. I'm not going to shoot you." Well, throw the gun away. All right, throw the gun away. How to defend yourself against a raspberry if you are unarmed? You were going to shoot me. No, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't. Yeah, so that's your... What was the other favourite sketch that you were talking about? The Secret Service Dentists. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I I, I liked the beginning of it when it was John Cleese trying to get Eric Idle out of the shop. I liked it when it just became an escalating lot of silliness about a spy story involving dentists. And I loved... Lemming, lemming, lemming of the BDA. <laughs> You've missed out my favourite laugh of this sketch. Oh, what was that? Which was when um, the Michael Palin one came in and said, tell me, tell me where the fillings are. You know, you know where they are. Top left, bottom right. <laughs> yes. Three, two, 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 four, you know, whatever they say at a dentist. Mm-hmm. And that was, I thought that was the best joke of that scene. Mm-hmm. So, that's mine. Well, did you not like... That John Cleese was sort of a proto Basil Fawlty at the beginning when he was trying to get him out of the shop. Good morning. Well, what's going on? Nothing happening here. Well, I thought I it was sort of a slight panic. I'm like, yeah, out of here now. He wasn't angry enough to be Basil Fawlty. Well, it's not like Basil Fawlty's yeah, not always angry, as perhaps you might find out. Uh, <laughs> look at your face. You have uh, ambitions, my love. Uh-huh. Um, so, yes. Now, Arthur Teeth. Well, the Jerusalem song. Oh, yes. Now, I, I remember shows like that when mm-hmm. there was just someone kind of singing to you and talking mm-hmm. over it mm-hmm. and all of that kind of thing. But it is a hymn. Jerusalem, yeah. Well, it's not really a hymn, but yeah. Well, 
I associate it with church. Okay. And so the fact that there's a woman all over him feels a little wrong. Like, disrespectful. Yeah, I think they're probably... They're generally quite disrespectful to authority figures, like the army. Mm. So that that was... But I don't care about the army. But you do care a little bit about organised religion. Yeah. Okay. So that was a bit... Um, it was a different time, maybe. But I did quite like that one line, which is, and to Spotty, their mother. <laughs> obviously I, I'm not sure if that, was, if that was meant to be funny, or if that was in, in itself, mm-hmm. as in Spotty the mother, or if that was like a piss take of the poor, the kind of poor jokes that they would tell. Oh, see, that so, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. That would tell. I, I, interesting. I think maybe that's one other thing. At 50 years remove, you start things start to blur a bit. As mm. to, is that funny for being funny, or is that funny for for what it's parody? Mm. Now the scene where the man was just trying to get changed at the seaside. Yes, I found that quite repetitive, mm-hmm. and I would have put it in the rubbish pile mm-hmm. had it been not for the one joke. Mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed, which was Michael Palin looking like he was a peeping Tom, turning out just trying to light a fag. Yes. And the way that they did that with in silent movie style mm-hmm. was quite impressive, because it was all acting. Yes, yes. Uh, in fact, one of the things I thought was particularly impressive about that was when he was behind the stack of deck chairs... How quickly they all... No. Well, obviously, the, the, the plan was that they were going to overcrank the film so it ran too fast so you so oh, the, right, the, yeah. the deck chairs went down quicker than they would yeah. do in real life which meant that Terry Jones had to get Chase undressed very slowly, slowly yeah, but yeah. he did it very well because it did look like he was going at normal mm. speed and everybody the while they were pulling the, all the, uh, the stuff off um, I thought that was an example of a joke where it's like right here's an idea someone trying to get undressed we're going to get all the angles of this that yeah. we can um, in a good way or a bad way? In a good way, because I think they had, I think they had quite an, they had quite a, a original ending to it, being the, and then he turns out he's on stage, but then he gets right into it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that did that did change it around a bit, must mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Although I did think the striptease on the stage went on a bit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I was. No, he did quite. Enjoy, I quite enjoyed him walking down his own leg with his fingers. With his fingers, yeah. yeah. Uh, but my attention was kept, though, by the set of whatever was on that stage. You're trying to figure out what it was? Well, it was a really 70s set. <laughs> oh, see, you love some stuff. It was a hanging basket chair for It was a hanging basket chair. There was a spiral staircase. Yeah. There was the wood panelling with the TV set into it. Um, yeah, and there was like the indoor tree. It's like, oh, this. So it's like, this is this is a play that's set very, a very modern set play. This is supposed to be, you know, a real jet set. Or, yeah. And it was like a two two level set. So I wonder what play that was. Who knows? Did do you think they just used a, a set they came across? Like, oh, I think so. That yeah. was just a, that would just have been a the the sort of seaside theatre, and that was the set they were on. Mm. Yeah. I don't think they would have built that. No, no. I was a bit taken aback. Not taken aback, but there's a little cartoony bit of them cutting up someone and putting all the bits into a hole. Oh, yes, yes. And then the, the bits came out and formed two people carrying a litter. A litter? Yeah. Whatever you call a sedan chair. I, I, I think it is called that as well. Yeah. But I would always call it a sedan chair, but I think a litter. Uh-huh. You've got the Persian interpretation. I'm on the Roman one. 
classical scholar. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, and then it became real life. Yes. That was a nice little new thing, yeah. wasn't it? I thought I quite enjoyed that. Right, that was the only bit of animation in the whole, there was only that one in- no, that's true, bit of yeah. animation in this one. Because mm. it was written enough to not need mm. animation. <laughs> now, there's the, the farmer who got um, interrupted by the army guy again. Oh, yeah. And the one laugh on that was, well, last time I sleep with that producer. <laughs> you weren't expecting it from a farmer blokey. Yeah. So that was quite Is that, was that still, does that still have a surprise 50 years later? That, I mean, imagine what the surprise would have been like. Yes. How outrageous that would have I been. I think it's not outrageous that it was outrageous, it was that tug man. Yes. Right. Whereas then it would have been outrageous that it was both. That was anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what the context of this, but they were flashing through pictures and just saying, and you have this, and you have that, and you have the next thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one yeah. of them just said, and you have fresh fruit, and it had boobs. Yes. And I thought that was a bit of a different time. <laughs> I saw your boobs, and I saw you called them fruit. I didn't call you melons. Not melons, just fresh fruit. Just fresh fruit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, then, uh-huh. just one last comment I had about the um, teeth. Uh, Secret Service Dentist. Secret Service Dentist. When they were coming, when the dentist came in at the end with a bazooka, Uh do you think they had to do the, what's that? It's a bazooka to explain to the audience Um, what it was. I don't know. I think it was just, no, I think it was just part of the Eric Idle cat or the, He was good. What he was doing to pretend that he didn't know what was going I, on. I quite liked it when he was saying, what's going on here? And then John Cleese would be like, he's on our side. Oh, he's double crossed us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. damn it. And, um. There is uh, something, there's nothing going on. Yeah. And this is quite exciting, really. <laughs> you know, that, that was, I was in, like, a charming little twist to, mm-hmm. to that, I must mm-hmm. admit, even though I said I didn't like this guy. Okay. All right. So, uh, if we go through our, uh, heroes, you can now have a, what was your favourite performance by Terry Gilliam? The one he had. <laughs> so well done, Terry Gilliam, for uh, for your one sketch. Uh, first person we saw with Eric Idle as the folk singer. Um, he was also what else was he? He was he was the man he was the Welsh man who wanted to learn how to defend himself in a pointed stick. Oh yeah, I okay. like him. Yeah, no, he was quite good. Uh, he was a singer of Jerusalem. He was a singer of Jerusalem, and he was Lemming Lemming. Lemming of the BDA. I did. I quite liked him being Lemming of the BDA, as a, as we've mm-hmm. just said. Uh, no, probably Lemming of the BDA. Lemming, 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 Lemming of the BDA. Yes. Okay. You're not taken by that little tune like I have been since ever I first saw this about 30 years ago. I'm, I'm very different to you, darling. <laughs> Imagine how, given that you know this is inside baseball, Given that you know how what I do for a living, hmm. how often the BDA comes up. <laughs> do you sing it every time? Well, it comes up quite a bit because, of course, a lot of dentists have it on their headed mm-hmm. paper. So I, I at least internally sing it every time. <laughs> yep. uh, do you ever externally sing it? Probably. Probably. <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that was Eric Idle. So what did you go for there? Did you go for Lemming of the BDA? Yeah. Right. Don't sing it again. I won't sing it again. It'll be some kind of continuous loop. Uh, Chapman was a pepper pot, mm-hmm. and he was obviously the army officer. Mm. Well, I don't think you liked him very much. Mm-hmm. It's a dog's life, man's life in the British Army. Um, was that it? He was also the in the fresh fruit defence sketch. He 
attacked him with the banana. A bit I like about that, although I think they'd probably regret it afterwards, was John Cleese actually ate the banana, which meant the whole thing kind of ground to a halt for a few seconds <laughs> while he was eating the banana. So he was that uh, that man, uh, and he was the big cheese in the... Yeah, that wasn't too bad, but no, I think I'll go with the first one. The pepper pot. Pepper pot. Even though you didn't like... He wasn't as good as Cleese, but it's still good. Okay. Uh, Terry Jones was taking his clothes off in public. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the, one of the self-defense people. Oh, you will shoot me. You will shoot me. <laughs> I might take that one, actually. Uh, and the dentist with the bazooka. No. You will shoot me. You will shoot me. Oh, I, th- I think you've got to give him it for taking your clothes off in public. You really carry it. Well, I, I must admit, without being non-verbal, that is quite impressive. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that for quality. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to... I thought you asked me the ones I like the most. I do, but I'm then going to argue with you. Okay. Um, uh, Eating the picture. Um, he was the man lighting his bag. That might be it. He was one of the um, self-defense people. I thought he was pretty good. He actually had a a distinct character in the self-defense as being slightly surly and yeah. What if we didn't have a gun? Yeah, um, uh, and then he was. I thought he was very good as the the sort of tough guy, dentist. Oh, and he also had the line top left right. Yeah, mm-hmm, FLT. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's between that and what else did I say earlier? Lighting the, the fag. The lighting the fag. Although he was also one that we haven't spoken about. He was the man in the sedan chair who got out uh, and got, or was undressed, then went back in, and they had to carry him in. No, himself. I think I would go for the surly dentist. Surly dentist. Surly dentist, you've made that two of them. What? Tough guy dentist. Tough guy dentist. Tough guy dentist. Okay, um, which only leaves Cleese, who was... Oh, I think Cleese did a, a lot of good performances. He was good as the pepper pot. He was good the as kids. the self-defence guy. He was good as the uh, sergeant major in the self-defence. There was something... He said something at one point. He repeated something in that... Not one jot or something like that. He said that he was very good at that. That kind of agitated character mm. and the bookshop uh, owner yeah. dentist. I think I, it's tough to make a choice. I think it. my favourite is probably the pepper pot because I just loved how he whacked his kids around. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Let's give him that. All right. Um, anything else? No. You didn't know any of these sketches? No. Or tropes or anything like that? No. I've never heard of Lemming. Lemming, Lemming of the BDA. And things that are recurring in different shows. What are you trying to get me to say? The man at the start who crawls up towards the camera. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't remember that. Okay. I didn't remember the scene. But he now gets. No, no, I realised that. Michael Peele and I had to climb up that that cliff at the the end. end. Yeah. (laughs) But there was a bit of a continuity issue. That they threw the dummy off, mm-hmm. and then the stones changed slightly. Yes, the, so yeah, it was a shame that when when Couldn't I have just been lying did, down there yeah, anyway. Because he was definitely yeah. behind. Him, but yeah, so I thought that was a bit strange that he didn't. Unless of course something went wrong with the take that they did. Yes, I suppose. Uh, what I think is interesting is that the first couple of those, he took a long time. The, first, the second one, I think, I timed, and it was like fifty seconds before he got to the camera. And, the, yeah. and I thought this is quite this is quite good because this is really just wasting the audience's yeah. time. Yeah, there's some other scenes which I thought, is this just wasting 
t- filling time because mm-hmm. it's not a long time, but, but it is hard to fill with sketches. That's a lot mm-hmm. of laughs to write. But is it wasting time? Is it filling time, or is or are or were they deliberately trying to waste your time? Yeah, it's like this is not this isn't worth watching, mm. but we're putting it on anyway. No, equally, it could be a very clever way of creating some ebbs and flows in the pace of the mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. Then. Okay, so are you happy to what to be to carry on then at this point? As long as it's proper Python, none of this <laughs> peripheral stuff, how, stuff but, you're threatening. But how will you know until you start watching? Because if you if you start watching, you have to keep watching. Is this the terms and conditions I've signed up to? Yeah. At least to say that's I don't it. have to talk about it. To well, these that's guys. it. I'm not talking about this because it's not real Python. And we're not that. doing this episode. Mm, let's see. But wouldn't you be interested then about you know what else goes on? I'm not you, darling. Around Python. I don't. In the orbit of Python. I don't have to completely exhaust a subject matter to fully understand you it. You must. You know that's the best way. <laughs> It's not, darling, it's not. <laughs> all right, then. Okay, well, in that case, if there's nothing more to be said, then all that remains to be said is join us the next time when we will once again slip the Python up the missus. Bye! Bye.